everyone. Welcome to this episode of Converge With Us podcast. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on the latest episodes around diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, I'm excited today to continue the conversation around diversity, equity, and inclusion strategy building, okay? Uh, At Converge Firm, this is primarily what we work on. We help organizations be intentional, be authentic, have a data-informed approach to DEI. Like any other business initiative or objective that you're doing, you want to be intentional and strategic. And so today, we're going to talk about the different stages or the different phases of DEI strategy. All right. If you haven't, check us out on convergefirm.com and follow us on Instagram at convergefirm. Uh, we, we love to put out lots of tips around DEI um, and to help organizations and individuals really support their organizations with um, high quality, uh, authentic diversity and inclusion tactics and plans. All right. So today, let's jump in it. Jump to it. The different phases or stages of DEI strategy. Okay. From my perspective, there are three stages or phases. We talked last time about organizations saying, you know, often to us, where do I start? Um, Where do I start? And often we see organizations uh, just jump to programs, jump to tactics uh, without really thinking about those key core elements of DEI. That's what we talked about in our last podcast. So today I want to support that um, and to build upon that and talk about these phases. Okay. The reason I want to talk about phases is because people often just are, you know, trying things out. And I think people often, uh, whether it's internal employees um, or leadership teams, uh, people are unclear um, often on the problems that you're trying to solve within an organization. And uh, we find that employees especially have a lot of expectations for their um, employers. And uh, the reason we design these phases and these uh, stages of DEI is to really level set expectations around what um, should be done first. What are priorities uh, as it relates to DEI? And how can we build a strong foundation so that we're just not jumping from program to program or tactic to tactic? that we are being taking the time to be intentional to design a strategy, okay? So we put together these three stages, these three phases um, to articulate uh, a journey. We love to talk about journeys uh, at Converge. Um, we often talk about our design principle, which is that we design for both the individuals and for the organization. Uh, they're each, each of them have their own individual journeys, if you will. So we want to support individual journeys and we want to support the organizational journey for DEI. And make no mistake, you're on a journey, okay? So this is not a one and done thing. You can't, again, just roll out one program or one tactic, one training and think you're done. This is a journey that you're embarking upon. And these stages that I'm going to go into is to articulate that journey, okay? So let's talk about the three stages. The first stage Um, again, of a DEI strategy is a foundational stage. This is the stage. And at Converge, we often work with startups that are kicking off DEI for the first time. This foundational phase is so critical to the DEI work. Okay. It's foundational because again, we're taking our time to be intentional. 
to design and to build a strong foundation to support the journey ahead. What does that look like? First, as an organization, you should, um, especially for our startups, for our newer organizations that are um, newer overall as a business or a company, really defining clear cultural artifacts. These are things like company vision statements or mission statements, cultural values or your core values as an organization or operating principles. It's really taking a moment to say, what kind of culture do we want to have within this organization? Culture and DEI are related, but they're um, different. DEI can influence your culture, but your culture is a, uh, a summation of a lot of different things, okay? And so having these cultural artifacts are a good place to start to build your foundation so that we can build DEI, um, your strategy or your program on top of a strong cultural foundation. Um, so I have a, an organization, for example, that has 15 employees and uh, the, the CEO of that organization is really taking some time to build out values and engage with those first 15 employees to talk about the values of how they want to work together um, and the behaviors uh, that they want to promote and to to sustain over time as they grow and scale. Uh, The values are so, so important to have in place before you think about DEI. So in this first phase, again, of a DEI strategy, this foundational phase, you want to have strong cultural artifacts, okay? At this stage for DEI, it, there's no theory of change. We're, we're establishing a strong foundation. We're not necessarily thinking that um, we are going to jump into behavior change just yet, okay? This is about building a strong foundation. I talked about last time a point of view statement around DEI. And so in addition to your cultural artifacts, like your, your values, You want to build out that point of view or that vision statement for DEI as a strong foundation for your journey. And then um, also thinking about how are you resourcing DEI? You know, are you going to hire someone internally? Do you have a committee of people internally that's going to work on DEI? Are you having um, an external party help you with your DEI efforts? Really getting clear on the resourcing for DEI um, as well within this foundational Uh, phase is super, super important. Okay. So the last thing I'll say around a foundation, uh, this foundational phase is really around your sphere of influence. At this time, you're really thinking about the entire organization. You're thinking about how can we support the org, build a strong foundation for these efforts. And to um, often organizations start with company-wide conversations, company-wide trainings, Um, as a way to do that. And uh, uh, I know I said the last thing, but the final thing here is to establish a strong baseline, okay? Do you have um, an accurate snapshot of your demographics, okay? What is the baseline that we're starting with, okay? So think about data collection around your demographics for your employees as a good starting baseline. Think about how are you resourcing DEI, both from dollar values, and also from a talent perspective, who's going to own DEI? Um, Is it a committee? Is it a person? Do you have an external partner? Strong cultural artifacts, your values. um, And then finally, that point of view statement for this foundational phase. Okay, so that's phase one of a DEI strategy. Again, do not skip this step. Okay, don't go to this next step. 
Okay. Start with the foundation. All right. Phase two or stage two of a DEI strategy is your scaling stage. Okay. So this is where I talked about in my last episode around doing an inclusion survey, right? As an example, to kick off your DEI efforts. Our theory of change at this point in this scaling phase is to change your sentiment around DEI. And that inclusion survey is a really great baseline to establish within this phase to say, what is the current sentiment? What's the pulse of what's happening within the organization? How are people feeling? Your theory of change is really around changing sentiment around DEI. And inclusion survey questions, again, take your demographic um, information from your employees, as well as ask questions around people's um, sentiment around DEI both on questions like my organization values diversity or my organization builds diverse teams. But also, I feel like I have a voice in decision-making. I feel like I can, um, I I have a clear um, understanding of how to get promoted. You want to really start capturing that sentiment from your employees. And what you can do with that inclusion survey is to do some data analysis. Now at Converge Firm, we do this for you. This is a big part of what we do for our clients. We have a strategy creation process with our insight and discovery phase is really thinking about what are the the data components um, that are gonna define our focus areas or in our objectives. And an inclusion survey is a really great mechanism to kick off this foundational phase for your DEI strategy. Your sphere of influence at this point is really thinking about designing for the people that are experiencing marginalization and isolation within your organization. Your key question here is who is marginalized at my company? Who is feeling isolated? Who is really hurting right now? And how can we design a DEI strategy to specifically support these communities that are experiencing marginalization? Last year, last summer, summer 2020, when uh, you know George Floyd was murdered, Black employees uh, were experiencing the uh, the most marginalization in the workplace and in society, right? And so, a lot of the DEI plans and strategies that we worked on was to specifically target that group of employees to make sure that they felt supported. You know, as the year went along, we saw. Um, you know, hate in the AAPI community, right? And so we, we designed our strategies, we evolved our strategies to, to support that community, okay? There's always gonna be a community that's experiencing marginalization and isolation. And at this foundational phase, what you're trying to do is to design a strategy to support those specific communities, okay? That's the equity part of DE&I. You are disproportionately uh, supporting those communities while recognizing these societal injustices exist. And that means that they creep into our workplace, okay? So that's our foundational piece. Remember, uh, think about your theory of change here is around your sentiment. A good tool for you to roll out within your organization to capture sentiment is an inclusion survey. And uh, you really want to remember this key question with this foundational strategy, who is experiencing marginalization within the organization, okay? And really design for those populations. We're designing for people in the margins, knowing that if we design for folks in the margins, it's going to improve the overall experience for everyone in the workplace, okay? So that's your foundational phase. First phase is around foundation um, building. Second phase is around scaling. And our final phase here is what I call a mature mature phase. This is where we can 
really think about, start to think about behavior change. And we know the long-term work is really around behavior change when individuals can have the tools that they need to get real with themselves and to have some introspection um, to say, you know, how am I playing a part in, you know, perpetuating these dynamics within the workplace? And so in a mature organization, after you've established your foundation and you've, you know, moved to that scaling phase, your final phase in a mature um, stage is to focus on behavior change. We support this with um, a lot of different learning um, opportunities that converge. We have in-person workshops where we go beyond sort of those stale trainings and really try to push the conversations to be courageous, to get people to get real about what's happening in the workplace, how they're um, experiencing happen, everything that's happening in society. How does it feel to show up in the workplace and how can we support them? And how do we, again, provide those tools and those opportunities to influence behavior change? So in addition to our workshops, we have Converge Academy where we have some self-guided courses where individuals can um, you know, go deeper on different DEI topics. Um, you can check that out at convergeacademy.com uh, to see some of those resources there. And we are always uh, with this podcast, with our social media, Converge Firm on Instagram, trying to think about ways that we can put more content out to get individuals to think about their individual role within uh, creating uh, more equitable and inclusive uh, workplaces. This mature phase is also where we support our clients with thinking about the external manifestation of DEI. With your foundational and your scaling um, phases and stages, we really encourage our clients to think about um, their internal workforce and workplace first before thinking about your marketplace, your, your external uh, customers and clients, as well as um, your branding efforts, your product inclusion efforts, et cetera. This is a very um, sophisticated and mature level of DEI strategy. Don't skip that foundational phase or scaling phase first, trying to fix you know, your, your marketing or branding efforts, right? Now, if you have a you know, very, uh, if the, the, your business, the scope of your business, the, the actual objectives of your business um, have anything to do with inclusion or community or humanity, you gotta focus on this too. That's part of your foundation, right? But for most of, of our organizations, DEI, is um, best suited if you really think about your, your house first, think about internal first before you start thinking about these external manifestations through your product or your marketing efforts, okay? So for mature, um, this mature phase, we're thinking about behavior change through all kinds of learning modalities, whether it's e-learning like our platform at Converge Academy, or if it's in-person um, conversations where we're going beyond just like check the box trainings and we're really pushing the dialogue within those conversations, um, we're really looking for behavior change at this mature stage. Okay. I'm hoping this was helpful. Um, for more information like this, uh, check us out at convergefirm.com, our website, Converge Firm and Instagram. Um, we will continue to put out conversations like this to help our organizations think critically about DEI strategy. All right, we'll see you next time.